Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. Welcome to, as well, our coming soon and new segment. Right, Matt? For sure. Yeah, I'm Joel Cunningham, and I'm here with... Matt Hay. How you doing, Matt? Doing good, man. Yeah, I'm liking it. Yeah. I'm liking the everything you've got going on right now. Good chill vibes. Yes, and uh, we are here for our coming soon segment, which is where we cover all things that are coming soon in the yeah. <laughs> coming soon coming soon in the world of films that's going to be releasing in the next few days or so as right. well as discuss some different industry news and updates on things that we've talked about previously with some news stories so yeah. uh, we're going to be talking about a couple films today that are releasing this weekend yes one of which is huge huge release ginormous um, i would say this is probably going to kick off our summer yes. season Yes. Uh, it seems like March has been the summer, new summer season for quite some time now. Yes. And we are tempting to do, I will say this, because I don't want to say what in case this doesn't happen. Right, right, right. But right. we are tempting to do something special with this review coming up. Yes. So stay tuned for that. Yes. Hopefully so, that does happen. Right. Yeah, yeah. I hope so too. <laughs> Can I do that? Can I plug it that yes, way? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That works perfect. Cool. Um, but the, the this movie that we're talking about is Logan. Yes. Uh, and we talked about this uh, probably on our first podcast on episode one yes being on our most anticipated list of this year um and and we've talked about this a number of times just our Mm -hmm. excitement level for it um just kind of the synopsis of of what's going on but just as a recap in the near future a weary logan cares for an ailing professor x in a hideout on the mexican border but logan's attempt to hide from the world and his legacy are upended when a young mutant arrives being pursued by dark forces um directed <laughs> and uh written by um james mangold um or story by uh james mangold uh yes. and screenplay by scott frank um there's some other ones as well but the uh starring hugh jackman patrick stewart and uh daphne keener or keen yeah daphne keen and um i think you got it right <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is logan this is future Mm-hmm. Future Wolverine. Yes. From what we know from our our um, our X Men universe, mm-hmm. and Hugh Jackman's last go at it. Yes. Very I, last one. His last one go. Road. And I read. Okay, so there was an interview too uh, this last week where Hugh Jackman was like, hey, "Is this really your last one?" He's like, "Yeah, this is gonna be my last one." Yeah. And then where he said, "There's a like, if he would have had the opportunity to cross over to be in an Avengers film." He said it might be a different story. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, but that that can't happen because yeah. Fox owns the right to him, and wow. I can't see that them signing anything over to Marvel at this point in time. But you know, um, I, I I I would love to see that happen. I already have a replacement in mind for him. Really? Okay. Yeah, Tom Arnold. <laughs> Just kidding. Tom Arnold. <laughs> Haven't seen him in anything in the last. I think he would be a perfect years. replacement for him. No, actually, the, another Tom though. Tom Hardy. Yeah, I think Tom I've heard Hardy. that too. He's kind of. Yeah. I think he. I've heard. I've heard that in 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 the movie going spheres that I that I am in. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not obviously we're not talking about replacements, this, but you know if there was one, that, right? He's got my vote right now. Anyway. I'm really excited for this. Uh, the buzz coming out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, Fox did their uh, screening, their press screenings uh, last week, mm-hmm. and it is it's getting very, very positive reviews. It still has a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, um, which is really encouraging. It is very encouraging. I will say that I'm sure they were targeting, and not to you know I'm the right. critic guy, You're but the critic you know <laughs> they're gonna target their guys and girls that are gonna review it and probably give them the best review possible. You know, right. for the first round of reviews. Right. But 
but it still is a good sign. I mean, it still is a good sign that they were able to bring in an audience of reviewers that generally all did have a very positive mindset behind the film. And I am more excited about it. I think I've gone from, I was at like maybe like a six and a half out of 10 to seven to more of like a eight almost right on excitement level. So, so, um, this is okay. So this is, uh, rated R outing for Wolverine. So yep. parents probably don't take your young children to this. Yes. There was people that took a parents that took their kids to go see Deadpool because it's a superhero <laughs> movie. Yeah. He's wearing a costume. They so can't. And they were blaming the theater and they were blaming the people who made the movie. There's a reading reason we have a rating system. Folks. I know. And that's, yeah. so that's poor parenting. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. But this is rated R and it's, it's gonna, it's going to be brutal. Yeah. From what I'm hearing, but um, I am incredibly excited about this. Um, as I am most things that, uh, just in general, I'm an excitable person, I guess. <laughs> but um, uh, Patrick Stewart, I'm excited to see him. Just see the just in general. There was also a viral video that was released with Daphne Keene as the X23 character, mm-hmm. um, and the video is of her, uh, and you can see it online. It's it was something that Fox released of her like seeing like this like really like crazy like it's almost like i the old like millim old like what millimeter eight millimeter real like yeah, footage yeah, yeah. and it's all grainy and stuff of like her like getting her claws and stuff mm-hmm. like that and yeah um it was kind of cool actually yeah um but yeah i'm really pumped I and mean, do you have anything else to add to it no i still she's my the person that i'm least excited about seeing in this film i mean it's just, it's not her it's not like i have a problem with kid actors it's or not you girls it's or me. something yeah it's <laughs> uh, i just i don't like little kids in action movies and right. i just that's the one thing that's stopping me from really getting excited about this film right i know i know james mangold has done some great projects and you know but always with an adult audience for the most part i mean for adult casting yeah yeah you know 310 to yuma wolverine walk the line i mean there was kids in some of those films but the main emphasis the main energy is spent talking about adults with adult material and adult aspects and ideas and themes and so i'm just i'm i'm still a little hesitant i'm still a little (laughs) fearful yeah what they're gonna do is they're gonna turn this little kid into like this adult that's basically in a little kid's body. Right. Which just, I can't stand. Right. Can't stand. Um, going with, with really low expectations, I think you'll be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I've got good expectations. I mean, I, I'm going to do, I'll probably just have to kind of be like grin and bear it, you know, just like, all Okay. Right. One to 10, what's your excitement level for this? Well, I think I mentioned I'm at like, yeah, I'm at like an eight. Oh, you're an eight. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm, I'm 10. I'm okay, going all wow. out. I'm really excited for this. Full tilt. Full, full scale Pedal to the metal. So kind this of is deal. a this see a ten to me is like a midnight showing. That's like lining up for the midnight showing. Are you gonna do that or? Well, I have three kids and work in the morning, oh, so enough. yeah, Don't probably not. <laughs> fair enough. Well, you take the kids, you know, just because we told them not to. Just, <laughs> you could be one of those Deadpool kids. Oh people. my gosh! No, yeah. thank you. But um, cool. yeah, so that's 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 it for our excitement for Logan coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, check it out if you're a fan. I think I think you'll be uh, pleased. I hope so. Yeah. So our next film, yes, is on the. I don't know, exact opposite side of the spectrum. <laughs> I, you couldn't probably get a more different kind of film to go and compete with Wolverine, which maybe is a good thing because Logan is violence and it's craziness. Like, it's and, what we like to call a counter-programming. There you go. Um, so when you have a film such as Logan being released, um, that can be just action, uh, violence, and brutal and kind of bleak maybe. Yes. Um well, I don't know if this one's going to be any less bleak, but it's it's <laughs> The Shack. Yes. Um, and it's based off a novel. Am mm-hmm. I correct? Okay, correct. so 
Um, By the same name. <laughs> right. So a grieving man receives a mysterious personal invita- invitation to meet with God at a place called the shack. Wow. Direct- spoiled it right there. Right. <laughs> so director um, Stuart Mazeldine. Hazeldine. Hazeldine. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, written by uh, John Fusco, Andrew Lenham. Um but primarily starring uh, Sam Worthington, Octavia Spencer, Tim McGraw. Yeah. Um, yeehaw. Yeehaw. I was um, going to sing a little song probably about halfway through. Right. Uh, <laughs> Rada Mitchell as well. Mm-hmm. But um, so I've seen the trailer for this. Actually, I remember specifically, and, and this is, I don't know why this stands out to me, but I, I saw this trailer before La La Land when I took my wife to go see La La Land. Yeah. And and first thing she said to me after watching it was like, I don't know if I can see this movie. And I think it's just kind of that relatability to what in the trailers, if you've seen the trailers, this it's a, like a camp. I haven't read the book, but it's a camping trip. That's gone awry. Yeah. Uh, daughter goes missing, ends up dead yeah. somehow. And, um, and I believe she's kidnapped. Okay. I'm not positive. But okay. They make it look like she's kind of kidnapped. Right. Maybe not though. Yeah. Cause he's talking about like forgiving somebody yeah. anyway. So, um, he, and it's it's really the the dad's like journey on trying to come out of it, you know, yeah, kind of forgiveness a thing. and right, dealing whole, with the grief and mourning, right? Yeah. So, um, and I bring up that story that I was talking about my my wife telling me that, and I, I think I'm going to feel the same way. Is it's it's we, I know I do for sure. I put myself in those shoes, and that's what makes me kind of more that emotional person is that it's going to be a rough movie going experience for people that do connect emotionally yeah. that have kids, yeah. you know, yeah. um, that are like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe what this guy's going through right now. Cause they can relate to, you know, like, Oh my gosh, what would happen if my kid were, you know, if that were happened in that situation? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, um, I don't know how I, how I feel about this right now other than I'm interested to see what it's about. Mm hmm. I'm not generally super excited about it, but um, uh, Octavia Spencer. Um, yeah, she's uh, a great actress. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm excited to see her. Well, she can be good. I, you yes. know, I haven't seen her in a ton of stuff that I've been like, oh my gosh. But, she, I think she's great. Everything yeah. I've seen her, I think she's great. But yeah. um, Hidden Figures, she did really good in Hidden Figures. So, so yeah. um, Sam Worthington, mm-hmm. I think, is a great actor, but. Typically, his great acting has been showcased in films where he's not the main character. Agreed. Not the lead actor. Correct. So, like, in for example, most recently, I, I'm thinking of Everest. Mm-hmm. I thought he was really, really good in that. He wasn't carrying the movie, but all of his scenes, like, I was like, okay, yeah, this is good. I see where I see where they get this. So, I'd be more curious to see how he handles this because I didn't think he did super well with um he did okay in avatar but i'm talking about uh terminator salvation yeah not a good one um i wasn't entirely on board with that it seemed like that was a pretty bad movie in general right so maybe don't hold that against them but yeah (laughs) right so yeah i mean he's okay but he's not like like every time he's in oh sam worthington's in this movie you know (laughs) um but he's been great as an auxiliary character um yeah and, and we get, I mean, for as far as directing this, we're getting a pretty new novice director. I right. mean, he's got sort of three big credits to his name right now. He's got a short film, which is Christian, and then another film called Exam, which right. I have not seen, and then right. this. So it's pretty bit. It's a pretty big, you know, un, 
challenged director in a yeah. lot of ways, which isn't necessarily a good sign. And you do have an okay cast of people, but I don't think you, I mean, you have Tim McGraw. You, I mean, you have a kind of a hodgepodge. I think there's a lot of actors that are okay. Yeah. I definitely think Sam Worthington's like the big name. Yeah. Um, except for maybe Octavia. She's kind of had a lot of breakout, especially with like kid and figures and stuff. Right. But I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm a bit hesitant to get excited about this one at all. I think there's just nothing about it that's really like yelling out to yeah. me. I, I think there's a certain kind of audience for this and I'm not going to say who, yeah. but I think you know who you are. And if you yeah. see the film and you're like, Ooh, that, Oh yeah, that would really resonate with me. I would, right. it would do something. It's like people that are looking for a film that's going to do something emotionally connecting, right. like in an emotional dramatic. It's almost like sense. a niche like yeah. film for a very specific. It's like a niche drama. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It's like a certain kind of drama film that's really just about an emotional, it's like what dreams may come, right. you know, with Robin Williams. It's, it's visually kind of something. It's taking you to this place where it's almost story within a story right. type thing. So if if those kind of movies where there's a lot of drama, probably a lot of tears, you know, <laughs> dealing with your inner demons and that type of stuff. And I'm guessing this is a story of overcoming. It'll probably be like a like a bittersweet overcoming yeah. thing, you know, where it's like I, I've I've dealt with it, but I'm still the loss is still there. Then that's your thing. And I yeah. never read the book. Me I, neither. I don't know a lot about it. I know that it's you know a metaphor of the Bible and Christianity and you know God and everything like that. And I think that carries its own sense of. Um, you know, contention for some people right, that, right. you know, is this going against, you know, Christians and stuff like that. So I don't know. We'll see. It's so, um, it has the, you know, possibility. I think the success of this film is going to be, um, a lot based on the book. Yeah. Um, it's going to be based on how click, how close it stays true to that story Yeah. for the fans of that. Um, if it can stay close to the story mm-hmm. And has good filmmaking qualities to win the, the critics over, then I think maybe it has a chance to do something good. But usually with adaptations, there can be, you know, just issues in general. Yeah. So it, I would also say this I don't know if there's a, a like a non release of reviews, but they have no reviews for it listed on IMDb right shoot, now. Okay. Yeah. Which is probably a really bad sign. Yeah. When there's an embargo on yeah. reviews or no press screenings, again, that's usually a bad sign for yeah. a film it means they're trying to hide it yeah. to, to get uh, away from any potential negative press. Correct. Yeah. Especially when you're this close out. Right. So I, I Again, my excitement is not super high for this one. If they're going to release a film like this, I think, like we talked about, this is probably the perfect time to do it because you're coming up against another film that's going to be super like, opposite. intense action <laughs> type opposite. You know, blood, kid ki- right. killing people. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that's funny. You know, that well, not funny, but one side we have a little kid killing people and the other side you have a kid that's been, oh, well, that's not, I'm not going to say that. Right. <laughs> Let's not go there, Joel. A kid that's no longer with us, unfortunately. And so. you are our critic today. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, excitement number, rate it. Two. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, really I would not. give it a five. I'm kind of interested. Okay. I'd like to see what it's about because I know a lot of people that read the book and liked it, but I don't, you know, I think it's just going to depend. You're welcome to go check that one out then. Right. Yeah. Maybe yeah. take take wife and. Have a little date she night. won't want to go see no. it anyway. <laughs> yeah, but um, cool. so that's it for uh, coming soon. Uh, just the major releases. There is um, uh, we, now there are a couple of news items. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to dive into it, 
and uh, real quickly, <laughs> yes, real quickly, our very first news item. <laughs> we don't need to spend a lot of time on this because this is our third time addressing this. I think issue. we should talk a lot about <laughs> this. Somebody's doing something somewhere. To a couple get weeks us. ago, we yeah. talked about how Matt Reeves was in in talks yeah. to direct the next standalone Batman film with Ben Affleck for the new uh, the standalone Batman film. Yeah. Um, last week, actually. When the, so we talked about it last week, but the episode dropped like f- four days ago, yeah. whatever. Um, we talked about how negotiations went awry. Matt Reeves decided, <laughs> or Matt Reeves is no longer in talks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. <laughs> actually the day after we re- released that, um, we found out that he is actually back on board. Yay! Magically, Matt Reeves <laughs> is going to be officially directing the standalone Batman film with Ben Affleck. See, Matt, here's what happened. I know this for a fact. I don't he know. listen to our podcast. He heard us say all the reasons for why it didn't make any sense for him to leave. And he said, I need to get back on board. Yeah. And he jumped back on board. That's what happened. That makes a lot of sense. It does, doesn't it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And he's purposely doing this because he's like, you know what? I'm not going to let those two boys be right. Those, yeah. Those guys are going to be <laughs> Matt Reeves is one of our devoted listeners, he everybody. Is. Yeah. Thank you, Matt Reeves, for listening. <laughs> Hashtag sarcasm. Yeah. But, I, you know, it, it's just, it is funny because that's how quickly things like this change in the industry. There's always this this changes and that changes and this is happening, reshoots and rewrites and da, da, da. And yeah, he's back on board right. now. Next week, by the time we release this, could be back off board again, you know. Right. That's yeah. that's the thing with news. So, yeah. um, and and kind of going off speculation. Sometimes yeah. we don't fully know the whole story, but yeah, um, that's that. So, um, I want to change it up with the order. I think here because I want to talk about this too. We just sure. had a chance to watch this. Yes. Um, there is a new trailer for a movie called Bright mm-hmm. coming out, and um, in just because it's just kind of an odd, different release. Yes. Um, it's a bit of a, it's, it's going by the beat of its own drum. Right. Yeah. So Bright is a Netflix exclusive release, mm-hmm. but it, obviously we've seen a lot of those recently. But this one has the star power of Will Smith. Yes. Uh, Numi Rapace, Joel Edgerton, mm-hmm. and um, and a few other people. But it's also directed by David Ayer, yep. um, who unfortunately most recently did Suicide Squad, but he also did the likes of Fury, which I really liked. Right. Um, and writer Max Landis, who can be hit or miss sometimes. Yeah. But I think he's 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 got. He's very creative. Let's just yes. say that. Yeah. Um, so there is a ton of really talented people behind and in front of the camera. Uh, it's set in a world where mystical creatures live side by side with humans. A human cop is forced to work with an orc to find a weapon everyone is prepared to kill for. Right. So this is kind of, they say orc, I just think of Warcraft immediately. Yeah. Um, and it's it's kind of got that fantastical fantasy vibe right. to it. They put a they put a brief like description on IMDb here, and I think this is a great way of explaining. It. It's a contemporary cop thriller, but with fantastical elements. Really? Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, um, with that, it looks fascinating. There's yeah. it's only it's a thirty second teaser, mm-hmm. um, and it's got it starts off like very real world, like you yeah. know Will Smith is a cop or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like it's like a crime drama type, and, and then it like film. shifts into yeah. this thing where you like you see this dude with this crazy face, yeah. which <laughs> which is I'm assuming the orc. Yeah. Or a orc. Yeah. Um, and then it gets into like the the Warcraft like fantasy vibe. It, it gets into like crazy, like he picks up the sword and it mm-hmm. turns into I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I'm yeah. I'm I'm really intrigued by this. I really want to see more. Mm-hmm. Um might be too early to you know, to say, you know, if, if it looks really great or not. Um I'm gonna go with it is too early <laughs> because yeah. it's a thirty second teaser. <laughs> but I think the important thing with this, more so than just the teaser itself, is is 
Netflix yeah. is really and just streaming services in general. I mean, we we saw this with um, not only uh, Amazon Prime with Manchester by the Sea, mm-hmm. who's in, in uh, an Oscar-winning um, film now that was yep. released on Amazon Prime, which yep. is this is changing the game. And we have that we had it with uh, Emmys with. Um, mm-hmm. um, House of Cards, yep. uh, and and uh, uh, there's another one too. But <laughs> the the big thing with this is that they're really stepping out. This is changing the game. We're slowly seeing that shift. This is changing the game. I talk about it on our on the the website that that we have mm-hmm. um, of what streaming services can provide and how mm-hmm. theaters are not the only medium mm-hmm. that can be considered for being a major film. Yeah awards consideration even you know i I think it's a very big evidence of that i think you're gonna see more and more shift towards this there's no reason i love it too i think i'm so glad in a way that what they're doing and they're enabling is they're putting the art form back in the in the hands of creative individuals right and that can sometimes bite you and it can sometimes be bad and you'll see bad things come from that but a lot of the time that is a good thing but yeah. what ends up happening is, you know, as with all things, it becomes super successful. You know, Hollywood became super successful and then more and more business people get involved and then it creates more red tape and then it right. all gets held down again. And then every become, everything right. becomes very stale and formulaic. And they've lost that sense of new and creative and um, different that's coming out of most of the major studios. Right. And so it's like a breath of fresh air to see that Netflix and this movie could stink. Like, to be honest, I'm not like sold on it yet. I'm not super excited about the fact that it's, it's made by David Ayer, you know, who did right. Fast and Furious and Suicide Squad and stuff like that. But I'm I'm excited they're trying. I'm right. excited they're making an attempt to do something that is like a new thing and it's got a new feel to it and it's new uh a new theme and a new element that kind of plays with the story. So Yeah. I'm excited for it for that reason. I hope that, you know, Amazon Studios keeps going. I hope that Netflix picks up more films and starts doing it. Yep. Um I will say as well, I'm I'm hoping there are other you know, type groups start doing it. I'd love it. You know, we talked about this Apple, if they were to start trying to get into the filmmaking yeah. world because they've got their own kind of Apple universe that they've yeah. got out there. I think it opens um, the door. I think, yeah. I think this is, this is just furthering of pushing that door open to allow more creativity and um, people that wouldn't be able to get their films produced any other way. Yeah. And they've know? got, I mean, the one thing that you'll, I mean, HBO has started this a while back. Like HBO is making a lot of their own content, and their own shows, right? but they were always very limited. They always like kind of had one or two films, maybe a year, every other year. Whereas like with Netflix and Amazon, they're just, they're trying to bust it out. I mean, right. they're going tons of shows and tons of different, and they must be bleeding money. That's all I can say. I know right, they're doing right, well, right. but yeah, but they're really competing too. And that's the cool thing yep. is you see that the the Amazon and Netflix are not only competing competing for subscriber base but also to create the best content and it's and that's good you know? for yeah. for the content you it's know? good for us yeah it's you good know? for us it's, it's great like, for hey, us compete yeah Do it. compete make yeah. everything Capitalism. really awesome <laughs> <laughs> there you go but yeah anyway excited about that um, just for that aspect as far yeah. as the movie is concerned don't know much about it. it looks fantastical I never would have thought in a million years or at least if you would have asked me five years ago yeah Will Smith being released in a, in a movie just on a streaming service I would have said no way yeah you know but the times are changing yeah the will smith brand's not as big as it was right i would say that but i agree with you very true yep so that gets into the next uh little news piece and it's less of a news piece more of it is kind of a recap piece because last night was well not last night is it last night? Yeah, last night. Yeah, last yeah. night. Um, it's been so long. Yeah, there was uh, a fancy little show that happens once a year. Yeah. Da, 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 <laughs> it's da. called the Academy Awards, a.k.a. the Oscars. Yes. And um, with 
with that, I don't know if you stuck around to see the ending of the thing, Joel. <laughs> I didn't actually get a chance to watch the Oscars. I know, boo. Okay. Crazy. <laughs> I didn't watch the Oscars. I'm not a big fan. Uh, usually watching award shows like that, I think it's it's interesting to see who wins, but there's once you get obviously I'm killing myself as like a, a critic type person but like <laughs> once you get more into it and you start realizing what it goes into these films winning right it it kind of removes some of the novelty of it right. and a lot of the and it's cool cuz some films do win that deserve to win and are good films and a lot of the films usually are good films that are nominated but it's like it's really a political game. Yeah. It's like a huge part of it. And so I'll usually read up on it later and kind of like see the yeah. running gags or see who won what. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, they could really see it. And then other times I'm like, why did they win? You know? Right. And so I think um, I, I missed it, but I did watch the highlight that yeah. I think you're talking about. Yep. Um, which was hilarious. <laughs> so they basically have uh, the presentation for the best screenplay, the best, you know, best, best film, best, sorry, film yeah. best film of the year. And um, they're up there. It's Warren Beatty and who? Uh, Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway. And they're doing the presentation and they had been given, I guess, the wrong envelope. Yep. And so they announced the winner as La La Land. And then turns out, wah, wah. Yeah. It's actually Moonlight. <laughs> so uh, hilarious. I mean, awful hilarious at the same time. I'm, I'm sure... The people that thought that they won that didn't win were probably really upset afterward, but um, possibly, yeah. But for what it was, um, because as one of the producers for La La Land yeah. that like m- made the call, mm-hmm. like said, "Hey, this this isn't ours. Moonlight, yeah. you guys won. Come up here. This is not a joke." See? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought that part, that part, other than it being just awkward overall in general, that yeah. part I thought was handled well. I right. thought that that was very. <laughs> I'm glad that he did that. Yeah. Um, even Jimmy Kimmel, after the fact, was I thought he I thought he handled it. In an I okay thought he way. did. I thought Warren Beatty's explanation of it was a bit like, okay, like right. You, you explain it later. Let yeah. them get up at least and do their award thing. But that was a little bit odd. So, I, I understand why he yeah. did it. He's probably trying to save face. Um. So here, just to give you kind of a, a thing, the uh, Academy Awards actually posted a uh, an apology. Yeah. Um. On their site, and I'll, I'll read it. So. Uh, we sincerely apologize to Moonlight and La La Land, uh, Warren Beatty uh, and Faye Dunaway and the Oscar viewers for the error that was made during the award announcement for Best Picture. The presenters had been mistakenly given the wrong category envelope and when discovered was immediately corrected, mm-hmm. uh, which means a bunch of people with microphones came running up on stage yeah. to like tell people what was going on. Yeah. Um, so we are... Uh, Currently investigating how this could have happened and deeply regret that this occurred. We appreciate the grace in which the nominees, um, the Academy, ABC, and Jimmy Kimmel handled the situation. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it was definitely awkward. I felt bad. I just, I felt bad on both sides of the spectrum. I felt Mm -hmm. bad because I feel like Moonlight, um, this, their victory is going to be overshadowed a little yeah. bit by this just <laughs> like the, debacle. Yeah, the Kanye West of award ceremonies. Right. I'm going to let you finish, but... Right, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> or a whole nother, like Jimmy Kimmel said, this is a Steve Harvey situation. Yeah. Um, so you have that. I felt. I feel I feel bad about that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then I also feel bad on the flip side for La La Land. Mm-hmm. They were three acceptance speeches in yeah. uh, by the time they got interrupted. Yeah. Super, and then so like you think that's a dream. That's that's a lifetime dream for yeah. a lot of those people. Yeah, and they're going up there like my dream came true. Yeah, <laughs> and then literally somebody crushes their yeah. dream. It's like they should almost get like an honorary honorary I Oscar. Know. <laughs> like it doesn't count, but they still get one. So, oh my god! Yeah, overall, I I thought it was an interesting situation. Um, I still I I've heard that their their numbers were down a little bit this year again for the Oscars. They didn't. It's been the lowest in like ten years. Yeah, yeah. which is pretty bad. Um, I do think I was glad for Casey Affleck to win 
um, for best actor. I thought he did a great job, and I'm hoping to see more good things from him after this. Cool. Emma Stone, I, I would say it made sense for her to win best actress. She is, she's been doing a lot of bigger, more dramatic, deep projects. I will say personally, I I did finally see La La Land. Yeah, I thought she did okay in it. I thought she did good. There's a couple scenes in particular. The thought, audition scene was really yeah. Good. The audition yeah. scene was yeah. really good. I would say there's other. I'm not like, oh my gosh, she has to win an Academy Award for this. It wasn't like the deepest. Right. It was kind of like I think just more her story. It was like this is kind of what she's had to go through. Right. Um, so I thought she did good. Yeah. I thought and better than average. Right. Whether or not she was the best of the year, I, I don't know. But Damien Chazelle, I yeah. mean, some of that. If I would, I would. Okay, so I La La Land was probably not in my top five. Yeah. Um, or maybe ten. Yeah. Um, of favorite films. I did really like it though. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this. There were a lot of scenes that were seemingly, and I, I think that deserving of best director, I think maybe I could see that, um, with not just the, the choreography, but a lot of the, the takes and the, there was a mm-hmm. lot of long takes. Yeah. Um, I do, I do see that there was a lot of other things though as well. Like, I, I wish I could have seen Arrival get more love. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I feel like if I could have seen anybody win it, it would have been an Arrival. I know. I feel like that definitely uh, just, yeah. That movie was great. I loved Arrival. Yeah, and just the fact that they didn't even get nominated. Like, right. Really? Well, I mean, they got nominated for other things, but yeah. Um, uh, Zootopia, be happy about that. Yeah, yeah, I thought Zootopia was a great film. That's I, the one thing. Animated films are the only films that really get judged at, for what's being released over the entirety of the year because Zootopia was released in like March of last year. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of how it always always seemed to work. Um. Big Hero Six won for that year, and I think that came out in the February of that year. Yeah. Two, yeah. Twenty fourteen or whatever right. that was. And I and Best Supporting Actress Viola Davis. I yeah. totally think she deserved that. I I wasn't. I didn't like think Fences was the best movie ever, but she was amazing. Right. In that movie. So. Um. Yeah. Uh. Marshall Ali. Um. Best Supporting Actor. And um, diving into okay, yeah, and this is another thing that I saw. Jungle Book, best visual effects. I could totally see that. I think For we sure. talked about that. Yeah, they deserved it. Yeah, did some amazing stuff there. Um, City of Stars, best original song. And I say this because I'm a musician too, so I, I kind of <laughs> look at this and I'm like, I I do like I do like the song, uh-huh. um, but I do like other songs that were released in the year yeah, earlier better. Like I, I yeah, I felt Moana. Lin Manuel Miranda. I yeah. feel like he should have won. But did you watch that performance? That um, was that was one of my favorite things. I didn't. I didn't um, Lin Manuel Miranda did all the Hamilton stuff. He did all the Moana music. Mm-hmm. Um, he they they did. I, I can't say her name, but the girl who sings the voice of Moana, Auhuli Cravalho. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, good, um, good try if nothing else. She sings how far how far uh, how far I'll go. Yeah. Sing it, Matt. B- but beforehand. <laughs> um, beforehand, Lin Manuel Miranda does this like cool like interlude like rap thing, and he's like he's done rap. I've seen him do rap, um, not just on the like Hamilton side of things, but like I said previously, he was in House for a while. He yeah. did this like three or four episode arc where he's like this rapper in a mental institution. It was kind of funny, yeah. but he's awesome. I I, I would I like that better. Even Sing Street, yeah. Um, drive it like you stole it. That song. I love that song. I know yeah. it's so good. <laughs> I would have loved to see that win. I I feel like this is a safe pick. I feel like the win for this song is like, of course, because right. it's it's taking us back to Hollywood, and that's again, that's part of what I don't really enjoy about right. a lot of the Oscars. It just feels like it's it's political. 
just you know? yeah and just kind of a wrap up on this i think that overall i would say that the awards were pretty evenly distributed mm -hmm. uh it wasn't like it wasn't like an avatar titanic year yeah where you have them sweep. sweeping yeah. like 11 12 or 11 academy awards or whatever it is yeah um i mean it was pretty pretty evenly distributed it seemed like um obviously moonlight and la la land had had kind of a little bit more of the upper hand but it wasn't like one was stomping out all the other competition you know Agreed. yeah yeah and for that sense i i agree i think it was it was overall good that they did keep it mixed up a bit right, so right. awesome so that's going to wrap things up for us here on the podcast the coming soon and new segment of the podcast and so uh, we just want to encourage you all for that you're listening in uh, definitely check out our website which can be found at realreviewmedia.com and you can sign up for our newsletter there and also get connected to a lot of the cool stuff that we're constantly posting always throughout the day. For sure. <laughs> superfluous amounts of information. And as well as that and Facebook, we have a Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Real Review Media. And if you have any thoughts, maybe something on the Oscars you felt was great or not great, um, maybe you want to comment on how you felt like the craziness of the Oscars went, or maybe it has to do with Matt Reeves, and I think he's going <laughs> to not be with us again next week. So, um, And by with us, I mean part of the Batman project. <laughs> right. <Goodness. laughs> so um, you can email us if you have any thoughts at realreviewmedia at gmail.com. And um, that is all. So, Matt, anything left for us? No, it's been real. It's been real. <laughs>